sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How you How doing, doing buddy? Uh, pretty good yourself. <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. Doing all right. Just another day in paradise. Yeah, how's Nova Scotia treating you these days? New Brunswick is treating me pretty good. New Brunswick. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I said Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> right, New Brunswick. Oh. We just entered our lockdown. Yeah. Everything is shut down. All unnecessary businesses. All really that. that bad? Yeah, people are still flying though. So like, I still have a job. That's good. Yeah, that's nice for sure. It's just it's like, like to go enjoy shit or like to go see. I really want to see Scream Five. Yeah, you go see it. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that it was that bad down there. Neither did I, to be honest. But in my defense, I don't watch the news. Yeah, at all. That's fair. Yeah, I catch it sometimes when. I, you know, have it on, but I'm not a huge news watcher either because it seems to always be a lot of depressing shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, but like with things being shut down, like it means like I was been trying to get her haircut and like it's one of those things like I know I got to do, but then I postpone doing and then like, I don't trust myself to trim my own beard. Yeah, fair enough. I just thought like, I don't know, the hand-eye coordination of just like getting it just right. It's not there. So I always I always trust like I always wanted to go to like these dope ass barber shops. It's one of those things like we've talked about it before. It's a thing I do yeah and for myself. And like so I tried to get it done when I was in Montreal over the holidays, boom, went into lockdown. And I came back and I did like a whole bunch of shifts in a row to make up for people covering for me to go back to over the holidays. And then like my days off, I kind of just like took to myself kind of thing. And so like I was like, all right, well now I can go get a haircut, and now it's fucking lockdown again. <laughs> so what I'm trying to do is gonna get a buddy to just clean me up a little bit. Just you got a razor, just you know, if you got a trimmer, just trim it up. So Very I interesting. Working. I don't know, you know, he, my buddy, you say like he started doing his own hair when the lockdown started happening, and he does a good job. Nice. So that's good enough for me to go fucking try it's tough for barbers like i the barber i go to i've been going to the same guy for quite a while now like for haircuts and that's all he does for a living and he has three kids and so every time he gets locked down he's just like fucked it's hard to every time i go back to talk to him I'm like how's it going man and he's like well i'm glad i'm still able to work at the moment but yeah. constantly worried about other shutdowns tough on all the small businesses like that right yeah and yeah, and it's how people make their ends meet. Like, it must suck. Like, those, these things that are just, you know, viewed as not that important, but like, you know, it's a little bit important. Like, yeah, it's true. And I don't know. It's like, it's only two weeks. So we're supposed to be out of this by the 30th. So oh, that, that's good. Yeah. But it's still like, it's just this annoying thing of just, oh, you want to have dinner somewhere? Well, you better bring it home because that's all we can do for you. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a weird world where these small businesses are struggling, but like McDonald's and Walmart are fucking thriving. Yeah, it's unfortunate the way the dice are falling on that one. That's for sure. Yeah. Frustrating. And it's like, 
I don't know. I'm just hoping that springtime comes and things open up and kind of get back to normal, hopefully. Yeah, but I mean, like, like what's that? So I know in Quebec, it's now you have to have that booster if you want to go places and stuff, and you have to be fully vaccinated to go do this, this, and the next thing. Like, like, I get it. It's just like, where does it end? Yeah, I just had a booster on Friday. Mm-hmm. Jesus, it's annoying. Just the fucking arm is all sore, and it felt like shit yesterday. It's a fucking drag. Yeah, like, I'm waiting to get my New Brunswick healthcare card before I go get my third booster. No, I'm not opposed to it. Like, I will dip my nuts in a fucking vaccine if it means I don't have to, like, do this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, what I'm waiting for is because, like, when I did it originally, I was living in Quebec, but I still had BC healthcare. So all I got was, like, a piece of paper. There's no QR code. And it is a pain in the fucking ass. So I figure if I go about it with, a New Brunswick healthcare card, they'll be like, all right, well, then now here you can have a QR code now. So that's funny. Like for someone like you who does go out often, you know what I mean? It's, it would be a real fucking pain in the ass for sure. Oh, yeah. Like I had to take a picture of the piece of paper because I stopped bringing it everywhere. And I just want, like, listen, man, like I have these two. Can we just agree that I've done this part? I'll get a third one. Can you just make it so, like, okay, we see you have two modernists here. Let's give you a third and here's your information so you can get a qr code we're all good Thank i just wish man. like they would make either a universal tattoo or a chip that we could all get just to make it easier you know what i mean oh. i would prefer it that way it's simple just scan me we're good to go you yeah. know we could also put like a social credit score on that and like you know now you're gonna get the fucking cons- conspiracy theorists after us man <laughs> I always enjoy conspiracy theorists. They're some of my favorite people to talk to sometimes like coffee breaks. And my, one of my favorites always, I'm not sure if I've talked about it on the podcast before, probably have, but when it comes to uh, people that deny the moon landing, I just enjoy looking thoroughly dead in their eyes and being like, are you really so fucking stupid that you believe that there's a moon? It just feels, it feels so good to say that to them. See, I did this is where I differ, man. I go for like the dumb conversation. Today I was talking to people about like I've never been to an all-male strip club, obvious for obvious reasons. Um, but I don't but I have been to like you know gentlemen's clubs where women were dancing and stuff. And like so the I'm trying to see where they're the same or different. So I was like, Do you think let me paint you a picture? Like you're at the strip club and like the DJs go, welcome to the stage, Kendy. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on stage next, it's Brandy. So, but, like, there aren't those, like, sexy names for guys. At least I don't know. Coming to the stage, here's Keith. Yeah, oh, maybe his way up. Or then I started to think, like, do they do, like, the porn star names or, like, the, like wrestler names? Like, I don't oh. think anyone does wrestler names except for wrestler boys. Yeah. But... There is probably like the Brad Pitts, like you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like coming up to the stage is Chad. Yeah, Chad's a good one for sure. Yeah, like I, I don't know, like it just. I was trying to figure out what a stripper name for a guy was today, and that says a lot about the downtime I have at my job. Yeah, that's a lot of downtime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's healthy. <laughs> 
I will say this. I went to high school with this guy and I, you know, you lose touch with a lot of people throughout the years, but I ran into him on the city bus when I was like maybe 21. So a couple of years after high school and I was like, Hey man, like, how you doing? How's life? And you know, we get talking. He's like, what are you doing for your job? I'm like, Oh, I build houses. He's like, Oh, cool. Like I'm a male stripper. And I was like, <laughs> come again. What now? And he's like, yeah, like I, I started hitting the gym hard. And then I, like, he just fell into the job and he said he makes like buttloads of money doing yeah. it. And I was like, good for you, buddy. Like sell work it, sell that body. Yeah, like dude, fuck dude. it. Men don't often necessarily always get that opportunity in life. So work it. Good for him. Did yeah. you ask him if he uses his own name as or is he has a I didn't, but he did have a funny name to begin with. So like I don't know. Can we can you can we say it? Yeah, I don't remember his first name. I'm kind of being mean here, but his last name was Butt, like B-U-T-T. Okay. So I'm like, there's so many things you could do to play with that name. Why would you throw it away and give yourself a different stage name? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's obvious there's something he could have done there. Oh, for sure. Harding butt or like there's there's something there. Shiny or like tingle yeah. or I don't know. Yeah. There's gotta be something. Yeah, so yeah, it was just it was like I know that this is kind of like a way off topic to what we normally do. It's just I just thought like is like is it a persona you take on or you're just like now coming to the stage, here's Steven. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to do, like because you know how there's like a lot of body shaming that goes on in the world and people that don't feel comfortable in their own skin, there should be like different weight. Like, how does it work when it like if you walk, say you or I walk into a male strip club and we're like I'd like to be a male stripper. Do, do they just like, hey, bud, get the fuck out of here? Or do oh, they have like a plus size section, a plus size fan group that is I don't know. Uh, at least uh, the only time I've ever seen anything like that is when Chris, and Far- Chris Farley and uh, Patrick Swayze did the Chip and Dale sketch. Yeah. You ever see that? Where- Sadly, I have seen that. Sadly? Why sadly? Yeah. That's a beautiful Just because cut. I like read this long thing about how it was written by someone like Chris Farley's friends about how that was like one of the catalyst points in his career that led to his death because of the perception of like how it was such a joke because he was so obviously not the type to be doing that that mm-hmm. apparently it like hit his self-confidence really, really hard and like it hurt him deeply, I guess. Okay, well, it's kind of a horrible spin on a really happy scene that you loved. I'm sorry for bringing that to you. Yeah, but... you kind of ruined the holidays on me. <laughs> it makes sense when you think about it, right? Because he was like, I'm like, it's a ashamed joke of who guys. he was, and this exemplified it, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I guess if you want to look at it like that, fuck, that was one of my favorite SNL sketches until you just ruined it with sadness. SNL is just painful. I'm telling you, it, it ruins people's lives. You ruin people's lives by being such a Debbie <laughs> fucking downer. That's what I'll tell you. I am your Christmas gift, however the uh, the uh, sage or sage or whatever it is. Sage, I use it yeah. all the time now. Isn't it awesome? That's how I end my day. Yeah, it's like sweet self care shit. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Yeah, I don't like. I just put it behind my neck, and then like that's it. Like I don't know yeah. where else to put it. But no, that's a good spot. You know, how's how's the Oilers book? Good. I've been reading little quotes here and there. It's yeah, actually right behind me. Do you see it there? Oh, nice. Yeah, I have an Oilers shelf there kind of going on. I have a lot of Oilers shit to display. I just, you know, you go through phases of displaying different things, and now I'm starting to build an Oilers bar. Nice. So it's 
going to be a work in progress, but I got to replace shelves and do a whole fucking bunch of shit. So yeah, projects for the back burner. So you've been like texting your dad going like Edmonton Oilers fun fact. Did you know Wayne Gretzky was almost not an oiler? He almost went to the Jets, which is an actual fact. Yeah, it is a fact. I knew that fact. He shouldn't have been an oiler because he never got drafted. Yeah, but he was one of the because he was in the WHL beforehand and then got was a part of a trade and then the Oilers became a part of the it was like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and I've heard the story. Yeah. Very interesting history, that's for sure. Yeah. No, it's pretty good. Nice. What do you got going on in the coming weeks? Anything um, exciting looking forward to? I don't want to talk. Well, I guess I will talk about this because it's kind of like it's in the air and it's on my mind. It's kind of causing me a little bit of stress. But so I might have to move again. Really? Yeah. So turns out in the computer system at work, I was getting overlooked for a promotion because it says like I haven't my attendance at work has been bad. But what it turns out is, is that I'm not in the system to punch in or out. So it has all these anomalies next to my name, but I've been going to work. Like, I've, I've never missed a fucking day. And like yeah. over the, my career with my company, I have really good attendance record. So I had to recently just prove that. And so it turns out I've been getting overlooked. So now I might be getting a promotion to Halifax, which is funny that you mentioned Nova Scotia at the top of this podcast. There's been like this whole process of like union reps trying to talk to labor relations because like I got overlooked and I shouldn't have been overlooked and it's becoming this whole fucking process. So like I've been slowly but surely trying to build like a game plan of how to do this Mm -hmm. because moving fucking sucks. Starting to think you enjoy it. No, I, I, I don't. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm just trying to get what I want is the promotion. Yeah. I was willing to go anywhere to get it. I just didn't think it was going to happen so soon and all this stuff. But like, I just signed a lease on like this place, like, like where I'm recording the podcast. And now I think I have someone to take over the lease, provided I get the like this whole thing works out. And then so do I talk to my landlord about it now? Do like do I start putting things in motion? Like I like because all of this stuff is maybe like I don't like, and that's the other thing is like all of this shit is maybe like I don't have hard answers. Like Thomas, are you going to hot? Like I get the question every day. When are you going to Halifax? I don't fucking know. Like I didn't even think that this was a thing until I spoke to somebody about like why this is happening. So that's ridiculous in ways like how it's so uncertain. Well, it's like red tape, right? Yeah. It's all bureaucratic red tape. So here I am on like the edge of my seat of just like, so like I've stopped like looking to like furnish this place because I don't need to bring more shit. And so I've gotten uh, through other people. I've kind of reached out to people in Nova Scotia going like, if you need a roommate or do you have an extra room just to like, let me get settled there until I can find my own apartment. And now I'm trying to like, so now I have to go through this rigmarole of finding an apartment again. Like it's this like never ending saga of just, 
But then, like, once I find a place, I think I'm set for, like, a little while. There's no more promotions. <laughs> there's no more rigmarole. Yeah. And then it's figuring out where do you want to live. So, like, I, I'm going through this thing of, like, the happiest times of my life. And, like, like now, I think I'm going to be really happy in Halifax. Mm-hmm. But I want, I think I want to live downtown Halifax. But to get to and from the airport is a bit of a challenge. But everything else is easy. You know what I mean? Like, you're downtown, so there's grocery yeah, stores. All the amenities so, are close. So, like, no offense to the way I've been living my life up until that point. But, like, the happiest moments of my life was when I was living by myself on White Ave. Yeah. You know, I lived on White Ave. All, all I took my car to go do was go to work. Uh, you know, grocery stores were like I just walk three blocks that way or five blocks that way, depending on what I wanted or needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go to a bar, fucking throw a rock. There's bars all over the street. I had friends around the corner. Literally, like we just had Josh on the podcast, and we'll drop we'll drop that soon. But like he was around the corner from me, so I would just walk over my favorite breakfast joint was a place called tasty tom's which i still recommend you check out the the fucking best breakfast in all of edmonton yeah that's uh fun to have the amenities close like that for sure yeah so like i'm thinking do i want to do something like that or do i want to find like a happy middle maybe i go to dartmouth still on the right side of the bridge so i don't have to worry about traffic and also it's halifax how bad is traffic really yeah, that's a good point too. It can't be as bad as Edmonton, not even close. Well, can't like traffic it's in small town isn't even fucking traffic. Yeah, like I honestly like I never had a problem with Edmonton traffic. No, it's it not was that a fucking bad. Joke to me, for sure. Oh, if anything, it's at streetlights. That's where you get your nightmares because there's so many fucking streetlights. It's all city driving. Yeah. So, so like I don't know, man. I'm toying with all. So like my head has been trying to figure out these next moves because i know the moment i go here thomas you're going to halifax legally they have three days like they can go you have three days show up to work you you start in three days that's ridiculous do you know people in halifax not at all that's why i'm trying to reach out through the people in air canada to see like who need who can rent a room who can Oh, like people you'd like just stranger danger. Yeah, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like that's the only thing I can think of doing right now because, like, like I can't just drop another amount of money. I don't know if I'm gonna get my deposit back on this place because I'm gonna have to break a lease. I think I have someone willing to take over my lease. I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm at this point where I, I, there's so much I don't know. And it's, and I like, it's crazy. Like, I, I'm going to speak to someone tomorrow and I'll be like, listen, man, I just, any way that I can start getting some answers is like, do I start, should I start packing? Part of just, me, part of me is starting to think I have a solution to some of your problems. I'm, I'm all ears, man. This is the thing that's been kind of driving me crazy. Buy like a uh, cheap, but reasonable and can still get you around Winnebago. Because you are a nomadic fucking man, and no matter where you land, you might not be settled. So it'd be better if you could just have a house that you could bring with you wherever you go. Yeah, but like I can't afford to just buy that right now, Sean. That's a great idea. <laughs> if I just had twenty five grand, it would save gone. you a lot of problems. Is all I'm saying. Well, you yeah. can get one for like maybe five grand. 
I don't have five grand. Just well, I don't fucking have five grand either. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey, back to one of our earlier topics. Is there a male strip club where you're at right now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, that's the thing. Like with the promotion comes like really good money. Like, yeah. Like getting settled and having to drop cash again won't be an issue once I start doing my thing. Yeah. It's just like right now, like I live a life of just like I live within my means, but like I have bills that need to be paid. I have rent. I have this, I have that. All of them fit in my budget. However, that is my budget like that. I can't go over. There's no, like there's no room for play here. Yeah. So uh, I'm just at this, like I'm at this weird impasse of just how do I do this? Cause getting this job would be amazing. Would it be amazing if it was here? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping it would be somewhere reasonable because uh, Moncton and St. John, New Brunswick are both drivable. Right. Yeah, sure. It's an hour and a half commute every day. But I you would be willing. It out. But I would be willing to do that provided it's not like I would have to do that for a year. Yeah. You'd suffer a year. That is doable. Yeah. You know, like you, it'd be worth the wage alone to make that suffering. Makes sense. But like Halifax is far enough away; it's five hours. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like I can just commute. No. And and it's not like I can just fly in and fly out. There's no planes going there just yet. Like that was like there's a whole like thought process here that I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Ugh. When you said the you fuck? had solutions, I thought you had a real solution. <laughs> well, it is like a good fucking plan long term. Don't get an apartment and get a fucking Winnebago in case you move again. Then at least you have your shit on wheels and you don't have to fucking worry. That's yeah. all. No, but I think, but no, like with this job, like this is the job I've been chasing. It wasn't like, and it's also kind of the city I've been chasing. Like I love Halifax. Have you ever been? No, never been east of Ontario. It's Honestly, Sean, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. uh, And when I'm situated, we'll figure out how to get you to come visit. Yeah, for sure. uh, I've always wanted to see Eastern Canada. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's honestly beautiful. And the people are very friendly from what I've seen. Like, there's stuff to check out. There's stuff to do. And, like, there's junior hockey. And it's a bit – it's a much bigger airport in the sense that if I want to – like, when – like all this stuff is cool again, which I'm hoping it will be soon. Mm-hmm. You hop on a plane and kind of like Ireland for a weekend is a real thing for me. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, I know like hopping in the States, like go see a game. Like that's been like, that's been my dream to do since I got this job. And I've been fighting at the tooth and nail to get to this position that I'm trying to get to. And like now that I'm kind of here, and, it, and uh, all it does is right now is cost me like, for the small price of being stressed out right now, it's going to be worth it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it's, all it is. it's just like once I get from point A to point B, all this shit's going to be worth it. The problem yeah. is the route from point A to point B isn't a fucking straight line. No, and it's a long and winding road. Yeah. It, it is and I'm trying to and I'm just trying to figure out the right way so do I you know do I find a storage unit that's somewhere reasonable 
put all my stuff in it, stay at someone's like extra spare room for a month or two and then go or do like, cause I can't, I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's so ridiculous. Two sides of the story listeners. Like I would love your opinion on how to like <laughs> this fucking approach. You can email us. It's the number two sides of the story at gmail.com. Um, it's just, yeah, it's this, this weird thing. Like I'm so excited about it and I'm stoked. Like I've been a lead before. It's a job I know I can do. I just to do it for this company would be a dream come true. Yeah. Well, then everything else is worth it then. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the part of dreams is they don't just come easy for most people. You have to work for it. You have to fight for it. You have to suffer through to get to it. So whatever you got to do, you got to do. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's this thing of just like, I just want to get to that point. And once I'm there, once I'm there, I'm fucking coasting. Like, I don't even give a shit what the shifts are. If I have to do night shifts for like the next five years of my life, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I don't... think that you should. I have like another fun idea. It's a fun idea. It's probably not going to be actually like long term helpful here, but you could go paratrooping in there. I think that could be a thing too. You want me to start going banging for roof, eh? Yeah, I want you to like put on your Sunday best, a nice cologne. Go there with just a bag with the plan of finding a place to stay starting at 4 p.m. and see what happens. See if you can find somewhere to live for the next few months until you get your shit settled. I would love to do that. That would be hilarious. However, I believe in you. I need something a little more sturdy and long term. If they're listening to this podcast in the future, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about a different person, different situation. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I think like it's a thing that's gonna be fun, like, and I'm looking forward to it. It's just it's it's stressful in the sense of, all right, I just did this. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I think it's funny in that sense because it's like a little hiccup along the road. But hey, at the same time, you've had cool experiences while you've been there. You've got some time with your aunt and uncle and your cousin, and you well, know, yeah. like good memories had along the way so zero regrets about it man zero regrets about like doing this i just you know if i just figured this out a little bit sooner maybe i wouldn't have signed a year lease on an apartment you know what i mean no that's fair you know maybe i would have put all that money into like buying shit somewhere else because i was like oh i need to fucking get things for my apartment yeah maybe not spend all that money maybe do it later (laughs) It's going to be funny, like, if it all pans out, too, and, like, you get the apartment there, you get the job. I feel like we're going to have to, like, be very careful about our episodes because we'll have, like, the exact same fucking, yeah, I got got an apartment out today, got the power hooked up, got... (laughs) We'll We'll have, like, a 25-episode list of Tom got a new apartment. Yeah, well, see, what's cool about that is, like, it's always going to be creative content, like, there's going to be a story, I'm sure, from when I, like, well, here's what happened with the move and how I fucking <laughs> All right, so now this is where I'm staying right now, and this is what I'm doing. Like, it's all going to be content going forward about, you know, where we are going in this thing. And I'm the adventurer. So is, this, is the time change the same? Yes. Okay, we're not attacking on any more time? No, no. We're still at a three-hour difference. Perfect. Three, three hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah man like it's it's like it's exciting and it's stressful and like 
And then, like, I was talking to my buddy Zach about it. I was like, fuck, man, this whole thing's causing me stress. He goes, like, well, what's causing you stress? I go, like, I'm going to have to, like, break this lease or find someone to do this. And then I'm going to have to, like, figure out how to get all my shit. I only have a Toyota Camry. Like, I'm going to have to rent a van or some shit. And then, like, what, put it in storage or, like, do... Like I can't afford to just like drop money. I don't. I'm not gonna see like back to the Camry like, just for one sec. What year is the Camry? 2008. Okay, I'm driving an 87 Camry. That's why I, it's kind of yeah. funny that it worked out that way. Yeah, and and it's just it, it's this whole thing. He goes logistics. Like, yeah, but but now that I'm reaching out to people, like I'm doing this, like I put some feelers out of like. All right, well, if I'm going here, like we can find you a place to like crash, get yourself settled until you can find your own place. Like it, it'll be good to just crash as someone who can kind of show me what Halifax is all about, show me the good areas. Like that's true. Like I'm looking online for places I don't know shit about fuck about Halifax. Like I don't, yeah, I visited once for a weekend when I tricked my old company into sending me there for training. I didn't need to go there at all. I just really wanted to go and I did it on someone else's dime. That's cool. Yeah. I thought it was the greatest fucking scam I ever pulled. That's funny. No, it's a cool adventure though. I'm happy for you that you're getting the opportunity at this. I hope it fucking comes through for you. Yeah, I, I really do too, man. Like it, how long do you have to wait to find out any idea? That's the thing. Like I got to kind of stay on some people about this. So it's gone to like my big union guys and all that. So I have a shift tomorrow where our union guy is in. So I'm going to talk to him and then I'm going to be like, listen, should I be dropping this guy an email? Should I like, it's like, what should I be doing? Cause like, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, should I be packing? Like, that is a big question. Like, should I be, should I go get boxes? Like, that's intense. Like, that's the thing. Like, should I start putting away like half my wardrobe? Just recycle like, three or four outfits live like doug funny for a little while yeah keep my work shit accessible and then just you know like 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 what's right here like should i start making sure that everything's so fucking spotless already so when it comes time to move out maybe all i have to do is just mop the floor real quick once yeah that makes sense like not like i'm not a messy guy but like like, should i start packing up like dishes and stuff should i just leave like a plate a bowl a set of forks like should i be condensing my life so all this thing is like when you blow the whistle tommy's ready to go i'm calling you hall tomorrow get in the van and i'm fucking off yeah like that these are the questions i i kind of need to know yeah they're pretty big questions for sure yeah like should i start dismantling the tv from the wall mount should i like you know i one thing i'm happy about i kept the box for my brand new tv guess what that's going right back in there like like you know, it's just this thing of just, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah that's tough. It, 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 there, you're, you're in this spot of like, I don't know. And your fate is not in your own hands. Yeah, that's tough. Like it, it and your fate is like right now, my fate is in these guys that are going like, no, what happened to you was not right. We're going to fight to get this fixed for you. Yeah. And that's awesome. However, like. Like, is this a month from now? Yeah, that it's makes sense. Like, and the and these are all viable options. Like, these are all real things. Like, yeah. Is it next week? Yeah. 
it's important to know the answers to these questions that's for sure because if they're like well it'll be a year then you're like okay perfect i have my year you can still make a life while you're there for a year but if it's a week or a day or three days then you don't have time to fucking figure shit out right yeah and like that's the thing it's just there there is no time to figure stuff out it's cool to be in a big company where like those kind of transfers can occur and you can request and like a lot of moving pieces, I guess. Right. Honestly, the thing that excites me most about my job is that I have now, uh, like if this goes through, I've worked my job in three different provinces now. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That kind of excites me. And then I have, I've made connections of people that live throughout the area. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's all exciting. And like, I've seen people that like take advantage of the fact that you can transfer. There's guys that have gone from Saskatchewan to Vancouver, Nunavut to Vancouver, Toronto to Fredericton, like two, like I'm the second person to transfer from Vancouver to Fredericton, like in this like year. That's funny. Yeah. That's kind of like, interesting to have that option in your job right yeah where you can keep the same job keep the same fucking level of seniority but change your life completely that's cool yeah and um, it's an exciting thing and like honestly i've been kind of daydreaming about halifax since i've been to since i went to halifax that one time yeah and now that this kind of daydream is becoming a bit of reality now now i'm trying to focus on like all right well where do where do I see myself living? Like, where, like, like, what's like? I'm trying to figure out, like, like, with, like, with the budget I will have there, like, I can probably afford like a nicer place. Yeah, I can find, afford probably like a nicer place in a lesser town <clears throat> or an okay place downtown. Like the rent's got to be cheaper there, right? It's cheaper than Vancouver, but it's still kind of up there, like, especially if you want to live like downtown Halifax. Really? So, like, part of it's like, well, what if I got like a, a place in Coal Harbor and then my kids would be the next great hockey player because that's where great hockey players come from. Right. That'd that's be kind of cool. That's, that's where Crosby's from. That's where yeah. McKinnon's from. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, it's a, like, it's exciting and nerve wracking is what I've been like circling around this whole conversation saying, and I don't know, you're my older cousin. Give me advice. Tell me what to do. Stay the course, buddy. That's all you got to do. Chase the money and the dreams will come. It's my best advice. I mean, that's not advice. It's just what I'm doing already. And look into, <laughs> mail stri- and look into mail stripping along the way. Yeah. Never hurts to supplement the income. Coming down to the stage. It's Thomas. I like you could definitely play with our last name. Yeah. Slick sure. sides, slappy sides, flappy jack sides, creamy sides. I don't There's even remember where flapjacks count came from. You came, you said it. I said it. Yeah. You were like, I just want someone to like give me some kind of cool nickname someday, like flapjacks. Or, and then I was like, flapjacks, you're fucking, fl- you're flapjacks. You said it. You can't take it back. That's pretty much how it went. Yeah. All right. Well, it seems to be sticking. I mean, every single time we get like a random email nowadays, uh, we get, you know, a flapjack mention now. Or it's a pretty fucking cool nickname. Just going to say. I mean, I guess. Everybody trusts the flapjacks, you know. I never even see pancakes be called flapjacks. Like, <laughs> like, not, like never on a menu. 
There's no, only I've, one time I've I heard feel like it. I've seen it on a menu before. I have not. Denny's? I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Denny's. No, I'm pretty sure Denny's, it says flapjacks. Or it's does it say that chain. Denny's pe- uh, like Grand Sam breakfast with like pancakes? I'm pretty sure. I think it's flapjacks. Well, go to Denny's, let me know. If you look under the sides. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> That's what makes it so fucking fun, you know, because yeah. flapjacks is like you can get it as a side. Anyways. Yes. We'll, yes. We'll carry on. <laughs> so yeah man that's what i got kind of going on on my end of just like i wasn't sure if i was going to talk about it because i don't want to jinx it and i don't yeah. want preemptive congratulations for sure because I, I was in this spot before like i when i was interviewing and i was like trying to get a lead spot in pei yeah and that was almost a thing and then i just got beat out by seniority and i like it fucking crushes you when you don't yeah for sure when you're like, you know, like, fuck, I'm just, I'm this close. And when like, I'm on the cusp of something, I want to tell people like the happy news after I get there sometimes. Yeah, I, want like... it, I, I want it to be a thing. I want it. Yeah. But because what comes with this thing is now this like level of stress of what do I do? Yeah. Is kind of, yeah. It's yeah, a, that can be tricky. I don't know, like we have to chase our dreams in life and we have to chase what we want, you know, and that's what you're doing. So don't second guess yourself on any of it. Just fucking take it in stride. If you got to break your lease, break your lease. What's the worst that could happen? It's not like they can hold you bound for the entire fucking contract. No, no, they'll just keep my deposit. And it's like, it's 800 bucks, but it's like, fuck, it's 800 bucks. Yeah, that would be nice to have for sure. (laughs) If you have someone who can carry your lease, though, then yeah. they can pay you the $800 or at least half of it until they move out. You know what I mean? Or yeah. And like, up, right? like there's things like that. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to email the landlord tomorrow. I'm going like this. It would be easier if I could call you to explain this to you. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's going to be. Um, it's a tricky like call because you don't really know. Like what if it doesn't go through and then you're you have the apartment they're like, oh well, like we've already rented it because you said you were breaking your lease and you're like, no, fuck well, you. No, see, know. that's the thing. Like, I'm not gonna tell her I'm breaking my lease. And if anything, I'm gonna have someone continue the lease. Okay. Yeah, you're pre-planning that. That's nice. Yeah, that's the thing. That that that's like that's when I'm gonna stay the course. I'm only gonna break the lease as a last resort. Yeah, that makes sense. But I also want more information on how I what how to do the transfer of leases yeah that makes sense like a lot of com- a lot of landlords can be on the reasonable side of the things like okay well why don't we just go month to month until you know what i mean which would be the ideal situation yeah but but again i've already signed this like yeah and yeah, it's tricky. It's interesting though, and it's fun and exciting and to yeah. be in the middle of this adventure again, right? Yeah, man. I mean, moving like you know, always starting a new, starting fresh is always exciting. So, exactly. You know, and then, like, I'm in a position of uh, like a leadership role, which is which is going to be nice. And I mean, I don't want to step on toes, but because like, that, like, there's that thing where where you got these senior guys and then you come in and you're just like, what's up? I'm in charge today, boys. Like, yeah. Like, you just own it though. You know what I mean? That's yeah. 
when those things happen, fake it till you make it, right? Well, I was also, but I also know what I'm doing. That's yeah, I know. I was just saying fake it till you make it in the sense of like being people's bosses who are like, eh. Yeah. But such is life. Yeah. So, yeah. So I know that following me on this, like, Tom's moving again. Dude, just pick a place. <laughs> but, like, you're right. I have been a little bit nomadic. Like, I've lived all over the country and coast to coast yeah and it's exciting and it's 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 gonna make for some interesting stories for sure especially now that like you know i'll be able to like go out and come come back to you with some story of like what single tom gets up to in like halifax and he can go to the bars and he can chat people up and meet new people and get into the excitement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, you're bringing the podcast right across the country too, right? Yeah. You're meeting new people and telling them about it and fuck, why not, right? A little oh, bit yeah, here, a little bit there. That's one of another perk of it is just like you let people know that like like people ask, like, what do you do for fun? Like, well, I, I like to do this and I have this, this podcast I do with my cousin and it's a great fun way of promoting it. And then like, I'm, I'm not sure you've seen this, but our Instagram has been growing. Like we broke yeah. the followers, man. Just like, that's fucking exciting. Yeah, it is. It's doing good. And it's natural growth, which is nice. You know, yeah. very, very cool stuff. Oh, I appreciate all the support we've been getting from everybody and all that. So it's been going on. So that being said, like what's going on with you? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Much of the same, like, I don't know what to tell you, you know, it's a creature of habit up in here, not much of a nomad, more of a homad, yeah. something like that, I don't know, yeah. yeah, nothing crazy going on, like I said, I started a new position this past week, so it's been an adventure of learning all that kind of stuff, and told you about what's going on with uh, my dad and Doreen, and kind of navigating that situation, Doreen's in the ho- had ended up getting put in the hospital again, she was released for a couple of days, but her pneumonia came back, and so mm-hmm. we, uh, you know, just doing what we can on our end, trying to make sure everyone's all right. But How is everyone holding up? Good, yeah, good for the most part, I think yeah. everyone's doing all right, all things considered, which is good, and uh, yeah. Just uh, working, working away. It's been a go. The weather has been very nice this week, which has been super like rejuvenating to be able to go outside and like, you know, breathe some fresh air and be out with the dogs and just live life again in that aspect. Being minus 40 for a couple of weeks and having shit happen in your life, it can get a little depressing. Mm-hmm. But now that, you know, the weather's opening up a little bit, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, things are going to be all right. Is your dad off right now, like, through all of this? He's or? been trying to work, but yeah. off and on, depending on how Doreen's doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. My heart goes out to him, man. Your dad's a fuck. Your dad's a sweetheart. Doreen's a goddamn sweetheart. And I'm really sorry your family's going through all this turmoil right now. But yeah, I appreciate it. It's not... Uh not fun and you never know how to navigate things in life you know whenever good or bad things happen you have to figure out a way to live through it you know kind of what you were talking about even like with your moving situation it's a big change to your life whatever change comes in life the only constant is change 
And so you kind of have to be adaptable, but it's still a human thing to just get into your routines of life and how you expect things are always going to be. And then you have things that happen that are like, okay, new game plan. Everything's fucking changing. What do I have to do now to get through this? (laughs) Oh, for sure, man. And I, you know, like it's a thing that I've, like, I know a little bit of, like I've been through like with my dad dying and stuff. So I don't know. I'm like, I'm here for you if you need. And then like, you can always sound off on the podcast, like use this as your own little source. Oh, for sure. If you need to, but for sure. No, everything's good. And I will, you know, I'm, this is a weekly podcast. So we'll be whatever happens in either of our lives. We'll be sharing it with each other and ultimately with all of the people out there listening. Right. So (laughs) it's fun on a positive side note. My two-year-old niece just turned two today. I say two-year-old, which is crazy to say. So that's uh, my great niece, actually. Josh's daughter's daughter, Amelia Sides. She just turned two. So yes, the second Amelia Sides. Yes, we have an aunt Amelia. Yeah, I which was, is pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, nice. <clears throat> Sorry. Other than, other than that, like it's start of the year, you know, not a whole lot going on. January is always that kind of a month where you're just like, yeah. So Christmas is over. Money's been spent. Now you got to kind of electricity bill yet. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, to be honest. But I think it's because they haven't been checking our meter because it like looked oddly the same as the month before. So I think it's going to have because they're going to say it was too fucking cold out. We couldn't go check your meter. So then in a few months when it's nice out and they come in our backyard and scan our shit, they're going to be like, oh, you owe us an extra $2,600 or we owe you owe us an extra $1,400, which they have done to us before. This is a thing that power companies do where they're like, we'll just bill you for what we billed you for last month. Cause we couldn't get into scan the fucking stupid meter. And then they'll come back later and be like, you owe us more money. And you know what you do when you owe the power company more money and they just tell you randomly, you owe them more money. You fucking pay it. Cause they're like, they don't take shit. They're like, we'll cut you off. You want power, buddy. You want to watch your fucking TV. You want to eat your fucking food. You better pay the fucking bill. essay. Yeah. It's like the government. If you owe the money, they'll fucking take it. You know? Yeah, no. It's such a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. But such is life. Such is life. You know, January's, like I said, it's a slow month oftentimes, but I don't know what to say other than that with what's going on with me working, living, trying to get through the days. Yeah. Now, I mentioned last uh, week that we should be doing like a Star Wars podcast with guests. <clears throat> the Star, the guys from Starcore podcast, and um, I've reached out to them. Man, they're keen. They think it's going to be a fun show. I uh, also want to shout them out as well. They just celebrated the one year anniversary of their show. So if you don't like, if you follow us, maybe you guys would like the Star Wars. They just break down every episode or movie of Marvel and Star Wars that are coming out. Uh, Mike and Tommy are really good guys. You should support them at Star at Star Wars. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so I yeah, guess, it's a good uh, podcast. Yeah, like they had me on, and that was fun. Like, and like uh, I'm sure they'll have me on, or you on, or at some point, like it'll be good. And it's nice that we have like relationships with other podcasts. I think it's a cool- yeah. No, I like that. We talked about uh, finding a Star Trek podcast, and I've kind of been shopping around a little bit. It's hard to find. There isn't a lot. Like, and the yeah. ones that are in existence, they're like pretty big. You might have a market for a side project of your own then. <laughs> One day. Yeah. 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 
so something you, to talk you, about. You and Kieran, man, you just start with the OGs and then you work your way across. <laughs> yeah, I want to yell branch out. Yeah. You never know. It'd be fun to have a series of podcasts for sure, because there's a lot of like I've, I see a lot of other podcasts on some of the sites I'm on that are interesting, you know, like yeah. just different discussion podcasts, which would bring more people into ours as well. Right. Well, especially everyone does like a rewatch podcast. Like I find like the guys from Scrubs, like to the guy like Zach Raff and Don Faison did like, all right, well, let's break down all these episodes of Scrubs. Now there's one for New Girl where Zoe Deschanel, Hannah Simone and uh, Lamorne Morris are breaking down episodes of, Scru- uh, of New Girl. And it's cool income, and like you, you, they're signing contracts to do this. Like this is all through iHeart and all that stuff. Yeah, like, well, this could be like a fun project you do on your own, and to help like bring people to a thing that you are super passionate about, which is Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, pretty much as am I. But like, fuck, it's like night and day of your knowledge versus like like I just kick back and like I'll watch a few. Uh, episodes of stuff and i've been still going with uh like i'm on season two of uh, enterprise right now yeah it's not bad eh? it's not bad and i'm all caught up on discovery and i'm having a ton of fun watching this series and just i find it super political this season and like i'll like because you got to rebuild the united federation of planets and yeah it's I, different i've watched most of it now and it's it's interesting it's a good yeah. watch yeah <laughs> It's funny. Uh, I've been in a good Star Trek kick for quite a few years now. Before that, I was in heavy, heavy into the Stargate for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I took a break from Stargate and went to Star Trek. And it's always fun dipping genres. You know what I mean? And it's Star Trek's a big one for me, obviously, as our fans of the podcast have come to know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, a fun rare, world. It's a very rare thing where we don't talk about it. It's true. We're kind of talking about talking about it right now. We're not really talking about it. <laughs> I don't think this counts towards talking about it theoretically, but no, I guess not. It's a but, discussion for another day. No, but, again, like, but that's the thing that like brought us together too, of just like, yeah, man, like I fuck with Star Trek. And then like then I like watch you and I'm like, oh no, like you you fuck around with Star Trek. Oh shit. Yeah. No, and that's handy too. Like it's the same thing with you being my Marvel expert in ways. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't fucking know half the shit you know about Marvel, which is handy and adds to the conversation. I can ask you, like, yo, what the fuck's up with that guy? What do you think is going on with that well, guy? Well, there's also, <laughs> there's layers to this, too. Like, there, I'm like, I'm the guy that'll also, like, I'll watch an episode of Hawkeye, and then I follow these other things. I'm going, okay, so we're going to break this down, and we're going to teach you some shit of, like, why this was more important than you actually think it is. Yeah, and then I'm just like, well, holy fuck, that's awesome, and that's why I was like, like I, I'll do research on the episode myself of just like, like, well, like hidden Easter eggs that like only people that like really follow the comics would know, like, or it's just like other stuff because like, you know, as much as I would love to, I don't have comic book money right now. Like, I would love for to, sure. like, I would love to just deep dive a whole fucking series. For sure. What's funny world. with like that kind of stuff it's like um music right when you see example when you meet a musician who's like a really good drummer and then you're listening to like a a song you always listen to but then while you're listening to it with that drummer he's like do you hear the way he hits that snare right at the third degree moment where and you're like 
I never like looked at drumming like that that seriously. And you're like, oh, like you know, there's layers to yeah. shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Like right now, I'm reading a book on the making of Caddyshack. Interesting. Like I'm not sure if you know, but Caddyshack is one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah, I've heard you reference it. Quote it all the fucking time, Um, and like, and like I I I kind of get into like, like you have all these comedy legends. How did this whole come together? Because the thing you like you I've been learning is to get a movie or a show off the ground is fucking difficult. Yeah. The amount of people that have to say yes to you or have to like green light you, like it's not like you just show up one day and like I have an idea. I'd say you got big money, that's for sure. Yeah. And yeah, and and it's crazy how this thing works. And like the process, the writing, the the difficulties, because it 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 didn't become a hit till afterwards. Like it's just like all the stuff that went into it. It's Rodney Danger's first movie. There's like what like lines, like like part like what was pulled from reality like this is like caddyshack is essentially the childhood lives of brian doyle murray and um bill murray yeah like they just pulled like from their real life of when they were caddying and then other people wrote on it and kind of like took brian doyle murray's idea and then changed the story and then harold ramis you know directed and like what the catches that came with directing and all this shit it's it's crazy. I have to watch Caddyshack again because I I watched it as a kid. I watched it maybe as like a 25-year-old once. I didn't care for it then. So I need to go back and rewatch it. Like I thought it was Chevy Chase's worst movie compared to his other movies afterwards, like the vacation movies and say so like it was pre-good Chevy Chase from what I remember. See, Chevy Chase has these amazing lines in this movie. He goes like one of my favorite lines is uh, a flute is not a flute. A flute without holes is not a flute. And a donut without a hole is a Danish. Like, there's no need for that, but it's fucking wisdom. Like, yeah. it's just, like, it was part of his persona at the time, yeah, right? And there's part of these just like wicked lines. And, and then Chevy Chase never golfed before. Mm-hmm. But there's people that have gone on records watching his stuff going like, Chevy Chase would have been an amazing fucking golfer if you look at his technique and all his shit. That's funny. Yeah, and there's just there's just random bits throughout the whole movie that just make it funny, add to the joy of just watching a movie. Now, there's people that like you know who can roll their eyes. It's just a dumb comedy. My buddy Addy is hit a fucking point of not wanting to hear about Caddyshack because Martin and I abuse quoting that, and we always do it around him for some reason. But it's one of the greatest comedies. I find, in my opinion, it is one of the greatest comedies. I watch it all this, uh, every summer, and then I just watched it again recently because it just makes me feel good. Yeah, I like that, though. And it's funny, like, you and me share that where we rewatch things that we love. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's fun, and it feels good to be that way. You know, like, to have your comfort movies. Yeah. Or your, like, pick-you-up movies, almost. You know what I mean? And that's what... Like both of us being fanboys or fan men, we uh, we use that world as escapism a little bit, but it's more than that because it just it's fucking good entertainment. It's good entertainment, and but the jokes are just like I know that you, you hear the same joke over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's never 
that funny but i don't what it is about a classic comedy is that the laughter is eternal like i will still Mm -hmm. watch that movie i will still laugh there's this scene where rodney dangerfield farts at the fucking big like community ball dinner and he goes whoa did someone step on a duck like like it's fucking hilarious there's lines in there they make no fucking sense but like it's just for comedic value he goes hey tell the tell the chef that this is low-grade dog food dog food like there's no reason for it it's just fucking insanity and then there's another movie that i would suggest worth checking out because it's about one of the big writers that were behind caddyshack this is what this is like that movie so liking caddyshack already was awesome then got me to another movie that was behind the scenes of like national lampoon and what like how that became a thing so if you have like it's on netflix and i'll recommend it it's called a few a futile and stupid gesture and it goes into like the making of uh national lampoon's animal house and then later creating caddyshack and how like this person kind of was striving to be worth somebody and never seeing the fact that he was so beloved and found to be so funny but he just he couldn't he was blinded by it because he was not he couldn't see his own success and it was just it's it's a comedy and it's worth watching and it it, 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 but i'm fascinated by these people i can kind of relate to them because like there's moments in my life where i you know I don't see the good I'm doing. I miss out on like, you know, if I can just get that little bit, then I'm then I'm there. Then everyone fucking changes, and I'm on the fucking course with everybody. Like I don't see the things I'm doing all right. Like sometimes I, you know what? If I'm gonna be honest about this on the podcast, like there are times where I view my life as being so far behind of just what I view for everybody. Like yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm 31 years old starting where i should have been at 21 like i don't like it's these crazy things of just i have friends that are married i have friends that have houses i have families that the family members that are moving on to bigger and better things and yeah i feel like here i am just going like i have an apartment like what's the measure of value is like a a question to that we all ask ourselves sometimes which is hard in life right to be anybody at any stage can feel that way and it's stupid because it's like a form of self-deprecation where you're like why go there but our brain does anyways because we want to measure ourselves against the other things we know you live a life where you can't help but compare exactly yeah but but also you could all you can just focus on the good things that you're doing and the path that you're on. Oh yeah. And, and there's that, a lot of people that would look that I need work on is just I need to kind of stop looking over there and start paying attention to what I got around me. Yeah, for sure. I, I do that sometimes too, where I'm like, I'll I'll make a stupid comment like, fuck, my life sucks right now. And then I'm getting better at stopping myself and be like, what are you talking about? And then like thinking about all the wonderful things I do have in life that other people would be like, I wish I had that, yeah. you know? And it's like all about perspective in life. I, I've always, there was this meme I saw years ago, which always like kind of stuck with me. And it's of a picture of a guy looking out a bus and he's looking out one side and it's like beautiful sunny skies and like mountain scenes. And then he's looking out the other side and it's like black and everything's horrible. And it's like, you choose you get to choose every day what window you look out yeah 
And it was like, you know, that's super fucking true, but it doesn't change the fact that in the meantime, it's easy to see what you could have been or like the goals where you're like, this is what I want. And then you have so much obstacles between where you are and what you want is at. And it can feel like an eternal fucking gap in life sometimes to get there, but it's hard. Right. And then you get to these points of where like life throws you a wrench in your plans. Like this is why this is a big reason why I'm not trying so hard to not get excited about this whole Halifax thing. Yeah. Part of me thinks that it's not going to happen. Yeah, of course. And I got to prepare myself for that. Yeah. Because that would make like the adventure you're on now seem less exciting almost because you were chasing another opportunity and you're, you don't want to end up feeling like you got stuck where you're at because yeah. a, a month ago you were so excited to get to where you're at. So it's like a, a mind fucking ways too, right? Where you're like, yeah. I don't want to not be excited about what I have right now because it's also exciting, you know? Yeah, exactly right, my man. Like it's just this, you know, it's this never ending chase of like, you know, you <laughs> your own best version of yourself. And then yeah. just going, trying to figure out how do I do that? But then you see how other people do it and you're just like, well, how the fuck did you do that? And then I see friends of mine that are super successful and doing things, buying houses, getting married, getting engaged, having kids, doing like these crazy things. And I'm like, I can't even figure out how to hold on to a relationship for more than a fucking few months. Yeah. But- well, it's funny, though, when things are meant to be, sometimes they are. You know what I mean? And other things like, you know, being a couple of years older than you, I've seen a lot of people in life get to the point where, you know, they have a house, they have kids, they have a great life but they're not really happy and it all falls apart or vice versa, you know, like people haven't found it and then they find it and it's real, you know, maybe what you're the limbo that you've been stuck in off and on for the last, you know, bit of your life here, it could be leading to what you never expected to be your happy point. Right. It's that crazy thing too, is being that guy that sees everything from the outside perspective. Like I also see where my friends and family members are lacking in their life for sure and i see that some of them are unhappy yeah whether they choose to admit it or not like you can just of course yeah and you can see these things that like they tolerate that you know that you wouldn't for sure and these things like they're just like are you just stuck here that there's people i know that are just in relationships out of convenience and you know what that is like you being able to perceive those things ultimately is wisdom. It's wisdom that your life has taught you through the struggles and the, you know, things that you've been through, which is completely different than what they've been through, you know, and it's what leads you to your situation might end up making you more so like measuring success against other people is impossible because every human is so different in what their desires and loves. And if you end up, you know, your road will take you to where you need to be. I feel. Like, I have no doubt in that. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I got high hopes for what may come my way. And just, I don't know, man, like, I, I'm just kind of taking it step by step here. Like, I just, I hate the idea of like, should I be packing my, sh- to come back to it? It's like, should I be packing my shit or should I just like <laughs> relax here? Like, I don't yeah. know. 
Well, it's like you're sitting down and you look at something in your in your living room and you're like, oh, I'm going to take that out and check that out. Uh, maybe I'm just going to leave that in the box for now, just in case. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of action figures for yeah. holidays. I haven't taken them out of the box yet because like, I know where I would like to place them and I know the kind of piece of furniture that I want so I can like start doing cool shit with this stuff. But I don't like I, I've been like debating like right now I'm doing this on the coffee table in a sofa in my living room. I want to have a desk. I want to set it up and I want to have like my own like space, but like, right. Like I'm not dropping 200, $300 on a desk and a chair so I can do this fucking properly. No, fuck that. But especially like just to move it again. I do have some like excellent information for you that I stumbled upon recently on facebook there's groups for like every single neighborhood basically in every single city that is like a to give group so it's people who post shit that they don't want on their house anymore and it's free when you get settled where you get settled look up those groups on facebook and i bet you can find like a bunch of free furniture desks all like i see all kinds of shit on the one that i joined at edmonton so just you know it's gonna be time but oh yeah there's these things exist is all i'm saying to get you there when when that time comes that time will come but i just like right now it's just hey that time will come yeah i just need one way or the other need a firm answer is what i'm trying to get and that being said is caddyshack is a really funny movie is what i'm trying to say (laughs) but it's a thing you should really revisit man caddyshack I really want you to revisit. I maybe also throw in a Star Wars here and there. I was gonna I, say, okay, so thirty some hours of Star Wars and Caddyshack. I'm gonna fuck it. I gotta quit my job. No, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm just job, gonna like, watch the movie. I don't know what you're doing to wind down your evening. I say instead of watching an episode of Star Trek you've seen a million times, maybe kick back, relax, watch some Phantom Menace. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm like I said, I'm affluent on all of the Star Wars movies. Ask me anything, and I can probably fucking have an opinion on it, even if I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, I've, I've reached out. What we gotta do is just find a good day and time. Like right now, I'm I'm on like uh, my weekend cycle, so it won't be till February where like I can do that. But they may need an evening. They. What I like about those guys is that they're a lot like us on scheduling. Because yeah. one guy's on the east coast, the other guy's on the west coast, and it's just trying to figure out when did fucking do it. Yeah, that's funny. Whether we get both of them or one of them, I think it'd be a great episode of just like four guys just talking about Star Wars makes us happy, and then a little bit disappoint. Well, like for me, it, it disappoints me a bit, but at the same time, I'm not gonna ignore those movies no for sure it pisses me off like i'll just say one tiny little thing like maybe a talking point at some point but i always expected luke and leia were gonna hook up in the end after that kiss and then they fucking don't they throw the whole story away like what the fuck you know but anyways i digress we'll save it for the star wars podcast crossover you're gonna make things really weird with these guys aren't you super yeah like, right. I'm Sean, I'm Tom's cousin, and I have weird fucked up shit to say. You're yeah, my fucking <laughs> hit cousin from fucking Alberta. All right. <laughs> Fuck, he met, he met his fiance at a family reunion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll see where it takes us, but yeah. Uh, I just think it'd be a really fun way to go and like a fun way to branch out. You know, there's, you know, I'm all about trying to find free ways to promote our podcast. Definitely. 
Yeah, and like these random guys are just like, hey, you go. I really want to work with like, like. There's a guy that keeps on hitting us up on Instagram, and I borderline want to block him. He's like, fucking every two weeks, this guy. Promoted on. He wants to like, promote your podcast through me, and I'm just like, yeah. Like it was like at first it was like a lot of people are super chill because like you and I don't have like excess money to just like throw into no to to promoting it. We do everything on our own, where we do our best not to spend anything. Whereas this guy's coming around going like, well, if you go through me, it'll cost this much and all that. I'm like, cool, man. Like, no, we're not in a position to be dropping yeah. money on that. And like, he keeps coming after us. I'm like, hey, fuckhead. <laughs> we're not spending money on this. Yeah, pretty much. You want to give us a free trial of what you could do for us? Cool. But if you, but if you're chasing that, no, the answer is no. It's been no this whole fucking time. Ultimately, to like, you know, a lot of that shit, like I've said to you, it's just fucking scams. You yeah. have to grow naturally, or else the growth that you get isn't real and it won't do anything for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what we're being over 300 followers now on our Instagram is those are people who followed us. Like, hey, these guys might say something cool or say something funny that I want to hear. And that's. Yeah all you got to do because if you start throwing fucking money into it you know there isn't a lot of extreme like the successful podcasts are like the ones you talked about earlier where it's like these rich fucks had their show did their show and now they're like hey let's fucking milk it for more money because why the fuck not let's ruin the lives of other podcasters and fucking steal the market so then it's these rich guys with all these i'm just joking i'm just shitting on them for no reason but it is funny though that these like really rich actors and actresses are like Let's talk about that thing we did so we can make more fucking money off of it. I like it. Yeah. We're just a couple of dudes. We're not. We don't have. Yeah, we don't have any. Like, we're not promoting anything. We don't no. have commercials, at least not yet. If you're a company that wants to give us some money to talk about how cool your thing is, hit us up. Two sides of story. Cool. Uh, uh, two sides of story pod at um, We will sell ourselves for very little. Yeah, I mean. Like if someone wants to advertise through us, you're going to have two fucking guys, one in Alberta, one somewhere in the East who are going to like hammer this down people's throats for you. This, this isn't fucking indie movies, man. We are full on board to sell out. At any- oh yeah. We're not artists. We'll sell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we are so easily bought. It is insane. Yeah. It's a uh, little disgusting. It- yeah. Um, also, uh, there's a new feature on Spotify. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but uh, there's a rating. You can now rate podcasts. So those of you who are listening on Spotify, if you want to hit up on the Spotify feature, or just give us five stars there. It really helps us out. It also helps us out, like getting our word out there. Like it is an actual way of just um, really when people start writing in to two sides of the story will probably show up immediately under podcast if our rating is higher. So if you just do that and help support us, that'd be, that'd be fucking stellar. Very cool. Very effortless amount of time. And for the people that do listen on Apple podcasts too, if you haven't already rated and reviewed us, please do. It helps out. Like Tom just said, it helps bump us up in the whole world of podcasts and us being like a comedy slash Marvel slash comic slash Star Trek based podcast. We're in our own little niche. You know what I mean? So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So all that stuff really helps us out. Like I know we have that thing at the end of it, but it's just like 
it really helps us out just getting our name out there. So if you could hit us up with some five stars, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, or if you want to just do both real quick, like it it would actually really help us out. Much obliged. Yes. And then also tell your friends, your grand, your grandchildren, your everybody about this. Just for sure. The fuck out of us. Go take grandma's phone, download Apple podcasts, start following our podcast. We won't tell anyone. She doesn't need to know. She doesn't know how that phone works anyways. Yeah. Or she could get super into it, you know. Exactly. Original Star Trek happened when Grandma was like, you know, could have been watching it. That's uh, true. That is true. Help her out. Nana could have been a fan. Plus, Nana's vernacular will become so much hipper. Oh, so good. You know what's funny? Like this is a little fun fact, sharing fact about me that I've learned. I get like somewhat nervous. Like example, the Paul podcast, Paul Science. Yeah. I was nervous and excited to meet our cousin for the first time. And it's almost like I think swearing's cool subconsciously in my head. So I start swearing that much more while I'm talking to someone like that. And then I'll listen back afterwards and just be like, God damn it. Like, can you not fucking say fuck every two words, Sean? How was that as a listen? Because I didn't really hear it back. It was good. Yeah, it was a good listen. Yeah. I know. Sean swore too much a little bit. But I think he was just uh, nervous about meeting his cool cousin because he's so handsome and his blue eyes. I was like, I better swear to make him think he, that I'm cool. And yeah, I was nervous. No, I, Paul doesn't need our help saying that he's good looking. He's doing just fine on his own. <laughs> He'll uh, listen back to this, hopefully, and be like, that's funny. But hey, it, it was. It's fucking nervous. Never met my cousin before. I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah. Well, how do you <laughs> feel about the Josh one? Actually, like. It was interesting, like knowing, um, hearing like someone who's been that close to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, early on in the podcast, we tried to land Marty, but that's a fucking anyway. Uh, we don't need to get no, no, I, I kind of want to get into it because I'd like to publicly humiliate him. I and mean, I mean, this might be the video clip I put out. It's just, you know what? As much as I would love to shit on him, yeah, he's so busy, like, he is so busy, yeah. and he's a father, he's a business owner and he has side projects and he's doing things and he, you know, he, he's working on stuff and it's just, I get not having an hour and a half to just sit down and record his responsibilities. He is, he's basically a husband. He's, you know, I think I'm going to like take the spin that you started with Kieran and I'm going to do it with Marty be like, Marty's an asshole who doesn't support his friend. It's really fucked up. No, I can't. I can't. Like, I, and I won't. I have to take that dynamic because you love him too much. Like, like now so I'm stuck. Like, he's just a bad guy. He's just a bad guy who doesn't want to be supportive. Either that's my friend you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm just like, we're on what? Like in the 40s now. In the fucking 40s. Josh, solid friend for you. He sticks there for you. He came. He came through for you. He supported us from the get go. Good friend, Marty. Mm, I don't know. Like you fucking brought Marty into your home at Christmas time when he had nowhere to go, and then he won't even fucking come on the podcast. Ah, uh, <sighs> uh, man. Like I, we've we've come close a few times, and the few times, Sean, I'm gonna call you right now. We didn't get him one day because of you once. One so, day, but one hey, day. I was so used to the cancel king that I was like, why even bother trying? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a little bit your fault. It's adding a fun dynamic now. You're like, yeah. don't talk about my Marty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but like you know, like having like having these guests, like it's fun in the sense that like it also gives you proper insight into each other. Like that's what I liked about having the Kieran one. And if you want to get one of your other buddies on, eventually like, that'd be super dope. And then you know, it, it, like w- there's so many more routes. Like we got to get your brother on eventually, and then you know maybe we'll get yeah you for sure. It's really fun interviewing people though a little bit too, like giving us both that experience of like I brought a couple people on, you've brought a couple people on, and we get to like converse and flex those muscles a little bit too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, with future podcast endeavors that either of us end up doing, we'll probably have some where that are guest heavy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I eventually I think we're gonna have to have Addy on because that guy yeah. gets a lot of fucking talk about time. I'd like that too, because he seems like one of your nice friends, right? So it'd be cool to have him on. One of my nice friends? Do I have mean friends? Not like Marty. (laughs) (laughs) No, the best part is like if we did have Addy on, he would probably shit on Marty too. (laughs) Because he's so bad at time management, Marty is. And it's and I don't think it's his fault. I just don't know like he prioritizes the right things like his family comes first and his businesses and stuff. And like, even just one, like, I try to call him. I think I try to call him once every day to no avail because he's so fucking busy all of the time. That being said, call brother back, man. <laughs> I was going to say something along the lines of that's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> no, call your friend. Listen, when I'm around, he makes time for me. It's just, it's hard for him to just like, you ever tried to calm down a four-year-old while on the phone? It's not fucking possible. Yeah, that's fair. You know, so. Um, but yeah, back to the original question of Josh. Seemed like a really nice guy. It was really fun yeah. talking with him. I like that. Like, we got some good stories out there and all yeah. that stuff. And, uh, no, it was fun. Josh, seems like Josh a cool is guy. a good dude. Josh is a very good he dude. He seems like very smart too. You know what? You can tell like the type of guy he is that he's very articulated with certain when he speaks. That's one of the things I miss most about like, like hanging out with him all the time. Like we would get into these discussions of just, and it wasn't just like me and him all the time either. It would be me, him, Brittany and other friends. And we would just like, it wasn't a never, never an argument, but it would be like a discussion of like how to view things that were going on in the world. I, I remember once uh, like we were just, sipping on wine and just talking like it's bullshit like it's uh, at its core it's bullshit Hmm. but you come out of it feeling better and i feel like that's what like that's when you know you're with good people yeah it sharpens you you know in a good way and like you know he his wife is a a phd she's a doctor she has her doctorate she's a brilliant person honestly she's one of the smartest people i've ever met and yeah and then that's saying something because josh too like He's no fucking slouch. Like he is one of the smartest people I have ever met. For sure. And and then you try like I'm not the most educated guy. I'm pretty street smart. Yeah. Um, I do like research on things that I enjoy. Like I will go deeper and I can really explain to you like why something so blah could be so awesome and and another. But there's definitely levels to intellectual, like being an intellectual. And it's like certain social skills can fall yeah. victim to like smarter people. But mm-hmm. it's when you have a panel that you can go to, to this, like I always call it like a panel of bros or a panel of anybody 
who I speak to who is elevated in their level of intelligence, it's it's a different type of dynamic you get from them, right? Yeah. And like whenever I talk to him about something, like like he's someone whose opinion like I I need. Like yeah. I like desperately fucking need. What I learned from like the episode with him is he really has your best interest at heart and he really loves you. You know, yeah. like he cares a lot about like I saw that like just in doing the podcast with the two of you, he was like, you're his brother. You know what I mean? Like he loves you like his brother and only wants the best out of life for you. That's what I learned. You oh, know? The feel- and the feelings are absolutely mutual. There isn't anything yeah. I would do for that guy. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, um, you know, you get lucky with certain people like that, like you heard on the podcast, like our moms were best friends. That's how I know Josh. I've literally known him his whole life. Yeah. I was born, and then like a year later, Josh was born, and then like life happened. Like that, like my the first friend I ever had in my life was Josh's older sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super cool. She's like, so like it goes like this. So Jess was born, and she and then I was born, and then so she's known me my entire life. I'm yeah. her brother her entire life, and and he, and my you know Josh has known my sister her entire life. It's this crazy fucking thing. Like it's really crazy when you think about it. Of just like these people that you have hold out held on to for three decades now. Yeah, it's neat, and it's a generational friendship. Like I said on that podcast, like yeah. your parents were friends, which then you know life. A lot of times when your parents are friends with someone, and then you meet that kid, it's like your friends because your parents had a relationship Mm -hmm. but when it transcends that and your friends because you genuinely have so much tied to each other that you're your family that's a cool thing you know so we're gonna have to get some built like this is a lot of build up for this upcoming episode i don't know when we're gonna drop it but yeah stay stay tuned in the upcoming weeks for the when we got josh on the josh on the horn it's a good one yeah for sure it was a fun one Yeah, man. Uh, anything else you want to discuss? I mean, this has been a pretty like real open, open ended podcast. Like everything, like I kind of feel better. I just kind of got some shit out there. Good. No, I'm glad. That's what this is all about, dude. Sometimes we like deep dive into TV shows, but a lot of comments that we receive back is that they like it when we just do this. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, and it was a good episode, I find. Uh, but anything else you want to get out there? No, final thoughts. Keep your fucking head up. You'll find your place. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Worst comes to worst, male stripping. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I think I got the voice down pad to just be the DJ guy. Yo, coming to this age, it's Randall. I could see it. I'd like that. I really <laughs> hope male strippers like just keep like their like government name. Just like, no, coming to the stage, it's George. Yeah, exactly. Kevin. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that pretty well wraps it up. Yeah. So yeah, no, I feel good about this, man. So yeah. So that's that's a two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides, this has been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Live long and prosper, everybody. Have a great week. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at 
Two Sides of the Story on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.